Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Everybody, it's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into another episode of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. We're on episode Dirty Thirty, uh, so we're officially grown as fuck. So just um, shout out to everybody who uh, you know shared, um, retweeted, reposted, and uh, commented on the last couple episodes. Uh, last couple episodes were just straight fire. Um, shout out to my boy Brandon, and shout out to my brother from another mother. Prime. Um, just shout out to both those guys. You know, they had some great insights on life and on music and everything in between. Um, so there will definitely be some more interviews coming up. Um, but today, y'all just gonna have to deal with me today. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I apologize in advance. Um, first thing we're gonna do uh, is, you know, we always hit that summer jam screen. So uh, first thing we're gonna put up there is the good old Golden State Warriors. Um, they beat my Spurs on Sunday night. Fuck them. But I uh, still got to congratulate them. I ain't a hater. Um, you know, they're 72-9 and nine right now. Got a chance to go to 73-9 and nine, um, with their next game coming up. I think that's tonight. Um, they're doing it. I mean, it's crazy to see, you know, how this team is playing. You know, you got Draymond Green doing everything, you know, cleaning up on the boards, knocking down threes. And you got Steph Curry, who's pretty much a shoe-in. Or MVP, you know, this year he probably get a second league MVP. Um, I mean, he's just doing amazing things. Like when you talk about like a wet ass jumper, I mean that that's it right there. I mean he's doing what Mike did in the air. He's doing it behind the three point line. And I'm not riding a hype train, but you know I appreciate what he's doing. Um, he is making defenses look silly. My man is pulling up from 40 feet out with confidence, knocking him down and running back. You know, I still feel like, you know, how you beat them is you really have to, you know, fight through the screen or come over the top of a screen instead of going under it. You know, when they run that high pick and roll for him to get an open three, you really got to fight through it or have your bigs, you know, step out and be a tree branch. And he has to, you know, shoot over that, you know, give him a clear space to land, but, you know, still get it, make it uncomfortable for him to knock down shots and try to let those other guys beat you. Try to let Clay beat you or something like that or Draymond beat you because they, they ain't going to hit every single shot, you know, but, you know. I still, you know, I'm still hurt by Mark Jackson getting fired because I feel like he really, you know, he, he lit that fire up under those guys. And then, you know, the next season they hire Steve Kerr and then they go straight to the, you know, championship and get that chip up off of LeBron. You know what I'm saying? That, that was really fucked up. And I, I'll be feeling bad for your boy, you know, uh, Mark Jackson when he be calling the games. Um, you know, those Golden State games because I just feel like he really lit a fire under Steph and then under Clay. You know, just, you know, bigging them up and then just kind of being that, you know, that 
that guy, you know, that just keeps it 100 with those guys. And, you know, I, I believe he tapped into that potential, that greatness. And I feel like if he still was coached, they would have won the chip last year too, you know. But shout out to them. They're doing their thing. And uh, the playoffs are going to be interesting. You know, you got my Spurs. You know, well, I should say out west because, you know, it's it, it, I don't think Cleveland is going to have any competition. I mean, Miami looks good. The Celtics look good. But that Miami, that Celtics series, that'll be something to watch if everything stays the same currently. They'll be facing each other, and that'll be a dope series to watch because, uh, man, Isaiah Thomas is a beast. You know, he that, that little guy, he, he he's, he's cutting, he's good. You know, cutting to the hole and just doing his thing as far as, you know, scoring, being a great point guard, a pure point guard. But um, as far as MVP goes and talking about guards, I think Russell, uh, Triple Russell Westbrook, he really got to be in that, in that, that, you know, that discussion just because, I mean, just the triple doubles he's dropping. I mean, that's his new nickname now for me, Triple Russell. That's just what we're going to call him, just off rip. Just the dude, that he just has this this tenacity, just just this nastiness. I feel like I feel like he was, you know, in the wrong era. He should have really played in the 90s, just how fast he is and just how cutthroat he is. You know, it's not... It's not one of them LeBrons like, I want to play with my friends. You know, he just wants to go out there and destroy that other team that he's facing. And that's something that I love about him. I hate him, you know, when he's facing my Spurs. But anybody else, you know, that's 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 he's that guy, you know. And uh, hopefully Kevin Durant will stay and uh, they can build around those guys. But, you know, OKC fucked up when they didn't, you know, want to give James Harden his money. I said this before and then he went on down to Houston and became a star, you know, but... It is what it is, you know. I love the NBA, love ball. You know, I'm sorry for talking about it so long. But, yeah, you know, shout out to Golden State, uh, you know, for doing their thing. And then, uh, you know, shout out to my Spurs, you know, for almost going undefeated at home, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, we out there balling. We doing our thing. And hopefully we can stay under the radar. And, you know, um, and i seen that Dallas just made the – the uh, playoffs you know last night with their win over Utah and how the standings look now I think Dallas still can uh jump a spot and I hope they do because right now they're in the seventh spot and we're number two and I really don't want to face Dallas when we won the title um back in uh 2014 the 2013-2014 season uh, but man they took us to seven games uh, they they really step up when they play us, you know. Even though we lead the uh, regular series season series, um, they really Dallas always finds a way to step up when they play against us. And I really don't want to face them, and I really don't want to hear the shit talking from my boy, from my brother, from another Ike. So, but it is what it is. If it happens, it happens. You know, we gonna be uh, boiling some blood. You know, me and my boy, my brother Ike. But it's all good. It's all good. So I see you in the playoffs, Ike. Um, moving on. Uh, BuzzFeed, uh, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with BuzzFeed, but I'm going to let y'all hear this video, and it's like 27 questions black folks have for other black people, and I, I don't know, it's, it's fucking stupid, I don't even know why I'm putting up up on the Summer Jam screen, but some of these questions just kind of fuck with me, just because I just feel like it's, it's, um, some bullshit rhetoric so i'm gonna let y'all peep this and then i'll talk about it after so give me a second here we go why is it so hard to be on time like why does five to ten always become 20 to 30 
my dad is on fleek. Am I lit? Why is it a problem if I like anime? Why do black people look at your shoes before they greet you? Why are we more likely to engage in the new dance trend than we are to get involved in politics or opening a business? How did watermelon become our thing? Like, everybody should love watermelon. Why do you get upset when I don't like a black celebrity? Race aside, some people are just terrible. Why do we call each other the N-word, but get vehemently upset when a white person uses the N-word? It drains my soul to hear the word, and I just don't understand how people who have any understanding of history can use that word nigga why is my natural hair the hair that grows out of my head seen as a political statement why do we think people with white skin look better than people with dark skin do you really believe that black is beautiful or is that just something you say because it sounds cool why do some black people say that you're pretty for a dark skin girl when that is said to me it still makes me feel like the ugliest little black thing why do some black men only date white women why is it okay for black men to date white women, but not okay for a black woman to date outside her race. Why do you protest Black Lives Matter? And then tear each other down in the next breath. Why do we say that we don't want to be seen as a monolith, but then try to take people's black cards away for not liking something that's supposedly black? Why are we so quick to support a non-black-owned business, but then hesitate when it's a black-owned business? I mean, is there a cutoff time for this whole homophobia thing in the black community? Because I'm really looking forward to that. Why is growing up without a father so common in our race? Why don't we like to confront our mental health issues? Therapy is such a wonderful and magical place. Why is there a checklist for being black? Why is being educated considered a white thing? Why can't I love school and also be black? Why do I have to be mixed in order to have long hair? Why do you think well-off black people don't know what it means to be black? Black isn't only defined by adversity. Why do some black people say, oh, I have Native American in my family in order to feel interesting? Because they hate themselves. Other black people around them. Why can't we just acknowledge that there are a bunch of different types of black people walking around and they're all amazing and unique and special in their own way. We within the black community are so quick to kind of tear each other down and to look towards other races in terms of their success and in terms of what they have, but never want to kind of look into the mirror ourselves. I love black folks, but that doesn't mean I don't have questions. Why are we always looking for the discount? Shoot, I ain't gonna lie, I'm looking for the discount too. Though. I mean, I'm saying this, I'm one of them. All right, so <laughs> I I, I could have went through and answered all of those questions, just specifically like when he said, why is it when I meet another black person, they look at my shoes? It's just like I told you before, my, my niggas, like you don't trust a nigga in dirty ass yellow Air Force Ones. I, I mean, go back to the show that I did talking about the, the type of people that you do not trust. So if I look down at your kicks, and them shits look like burnt marshmallows, my nigga. I'm going the other way and I'm checking for my wallet. And I got 911 on my screen and I'm ready to push sing because you a stick up kid. And then as far as moving forward with the uh, whole homophobia thing, I really, I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, man, this is a touchy subject. But like every black person that I know of and every black person has you know a, a gay family member you know you got an auntie you know that look that looks like fucking Cedric the Entertainer or you got a you got a cousin or a, a uncle or something or a brother you know who switches every every single way you know he brings his, his partner over or his friend 
don't nobody say shit. I just don't understand how she's talking about the homophobia thing. And I don't know. It's, I just feel like that's a reach right there. Like a super, super long reach. And I feel like some of these questions, like especially when they talk about, oh, you say black lives matter, but um, you quick to tear each other down. Show me an instance. But I'm not, it's, I just feel like it's just generic ass questions. Like, talking about this shit is very frustrating when black folks you know put out shit like this because it feels like you're trying to get a pat on the head you know from somebody that don't look like you or you're trying to get a quote-unquote butter biscuit it's like nigga please and then talking about the n-word and everything like that we flipped we flipped that word as a term of endearment and so you got a problem with it okay you got a problem with it don't say it then you know this is one of those things where i feel like some suspected white supremacists will you know use this video to be like see see black folks shouldn't even use the word either like that is like the one thing that we have in this country that infuriates white folks when we say that because there's no repercussions for us saying it but it is for them but that's like you created the word, you turned it into something ugly, and we turned it into a, in a, a, a term of endearment. But I don't know. Some of those questions was just fucking funny. Like the black dude talking about, you know, why why can't he like anime? Nigga, you can like anime. Who the fuck said that you can? Like, is somebody really out here anime anime shaming black folks? Like, I watch Dragon Ball Z myself. I mean, even though that's like anime one on one. But still, like, do you, my nigga? And then we celebrate differences, like we do, like black folks do. I just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe they're confusing black folks with dusty niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things where you know, oh, my blackness is being tested and all this other shit. But some of them questions were just fucking dumb. Like that's all I really have to say about that. Like I saw people posting that on Facebook, and I just felt like deleting all the motherfuckers who posted that video. Cause it was just like, oh, this is so true. This is so deep. Like, shut your ass up. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you just probably got some dusty niggas in your circle, or you're some dusty niggas in your family that don't embrace, you know, the differences in black folks. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, you probably got those dusty niggas that, like, oh, you talk white, you know, or oh, how come you too good to straighten your hair or some shit like that? You know, it's just. You know, and who the fuck still says you're you're pretty for a dark girl? Like, who the fuck is still out here saying it? Like this, like it's like, are you hanging with the fucking boule? You know, or the blue vein society or some shit, or that you know that Jack and Jill society? Like, or maybe it's y'all y'all grandmas or great grandmas? Because I know, rest in peace, my great grandma. She was very color struck, but she grew up in a time you know where you know if it it wasn't right unless it was damn near white. So. But still, it's like 2016, my G. Like, y'all, y'all really need to change y'all circle, you know, if you fucking with people like that, you know, who question your blackness and shit like that. Like, there's very, there's just many different spectrums of being black. And you, if you got people in your circle that don't embrace that, well, you just had them eat a dick and charge them to the game. So that's really all I really have to say about that. But moving forward to selling hope like dope, boy your man's bill clinton 
Like this is just amazing. If you guys don't know, please try to go find the um, video where Bill Clinton got interrupted at a, a Hillary rally by some uh, activists. I don't know if they're Black Lives Matter. It could be. Could have been BLM. I don't know. But my man went on this whole um, thing talking about he was, you know, he did some good by you know locking uh, black folks up to keep black folks safe and. He just was sounding like a uh, Fox News contributor, and it, and I and I thank him for that from the bottom of my fucking heart. I really do. So all my older black folks can wake the fuck up and stop drinking that fucking Clinton Kool Aid. Like you see what he, the fuck he said, and I don't want you old black folks, all you old coons sitting on sitting on your ass and just watching fucking msnbc and cnbc and fucking cnn thinking that they kicking that that right shit for you you know just polluting your brain like just stop just think for yourself and just you know have an independent thought don't come with me don't come at me with that fucking he she's better than trump though don't come at me with that logic like you see what bill clinton said he was going off about 13 year old crackheads you know i don't know any fucking 13 year old crackheads out out here you know back in the mid 90s when i was growing up because i was 13 in the 90s I, i didn't know any fucking 13 year old crackheads at all I knew crack dealers, but they had rules. They didn't sell to pregnant women, and they didn't sell to kids. So I, I don't know. I mean, you help me understand, Bill. And it was one of those things where it was on par with uh, his his wife's statement about super predators. He he made up, you know, talking about it was good because he was locking up drug dealers who was selling to thirteen year old kids, and these thirteen year old kids was out here wilding, and he was trying to you know justify the mass incarceration and with that crime bill what people don't know it took so much away um, the funding from like the welfare programs and things like that and it just drove people into even deeper poverty and so people are still suffering to this day because of the cutoff of um of welfare you know the cutoff time and then on top of that it took away programs that would have helped people you know kid childless people who couldn't supplement their income who had like say like somebody who just got out of jail and got a part-time job at walmart they they could have applied before this crime bill they could have you know um applied for welfare and got you know snap benefits and things of that sort to help them out but with that crime bill and you know having that funding goes towards that kind of cut that out and shit like that it was just it just decimated you know the black community and poor folks too and just with his him speaking on that you know talking that tough on crime bullshit and you know that thinking behind you know 13 year old crackheads out here committing crimes you know all i know is you know crackheads out here millie rocking for a couple bucks you know and they'll steal you know a crackhead you know back in the 90s would you know take your your sega take your super nintendo or you know uh snatch a chain off you and run and be down there at saul's pawn shop but i've i've never knew of any you know 13 year old teens but that thinking just like that you know with him saying that shit you know that kind of planted the seeds of you know us seeing so many of our kids killed you know like trayvon 
um you know tamir rice that's a perfect example you know just putting that that planting that devious seed in the minds of these law enforcement officers and these lawmakers and you know justifying their deaths so bill clinton i really thank you and i want y'all to go back and listen to the show that i did talking about you know the wolf versus the fox and this perfectly showed that you know these new democrats you know they're 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 foxes you know they're very sly but you know you poke a fox and you fuck with a fox for so long they're gonna show their fangs and he showed you know bill clinton you know he showed his card he really did and some people say that you know it was just him slipping up getting flustered and things like that but it could be him you know out here trying to you know swing and get that independent white vote for the folks who really don't want to vote for trump because they don't want to be seen as a white supremacist or a white extremist you know and it's so to show that they supported racism and then they'd be like oh i voted for hillary you know it's just one of them things trying to get those southern redneck votes that's what it is you know and um getting out that suspected white supremacist independent vote so bill knows what he's doing and so you know he tried to apologize said that he almost wanted to apologize but he didn't and uh you know hillary's out here trying to clean up for him but you know bill he showed he, he showed his card and you know he showed how he really felt about black folks you know and i want my older black folks this is directly to you because i feel like all my black folks you know 45 and under they're not falling for the okie doke you know that 18 to 45 crowd they're they know what's up they're hip to the game you know but you know for my my 45 plusers you know well i should even say i could say 18 to 50 but my 50 plusers i need y'all to you know you know get your shit together and i need you to you know start being an independent thinker and stop you know trying to vote for the lesser of two evils or what you think is the lesser of two evils you know, and I say this a million times before, just because your grandpappy got hit in the head with a brick for voter rights don't mean you have to make it a tradition to vote. You know, if there's a candidate that's not, you know, catering to your needs and to your community needs, what the fuck are you out there trying to vote for him for? You know, that's 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 real. You know, when they come over here, you know, trying to pander to us and, you know, uh, pray and go to church with us you know and maybe sit down and have a piece of chicken with us and you're like oh that's a good person but they don't talk about anything that they're going to do for the community fuck them you know fuck them that's that's exactly what i say so this so all my listeners my young listeners you know my young folks i want you to you know kick kick this game what i'm telling y'all kick it to your you know your grandpa and your grandma you know what i'm saying or your your aunties and your uncles you know who's in that you know that 50 plus crowd that late 40s 50 plus on crowd you know what i'm saying so yeah or you know shit kick it to you like i say your grandma your grandpas your aunties your uncles if you if you got some old cousins or you just got some old niggas on the block you know go ahead and kick that knowledge to them about what's going on you know so that's really all i have to say about that but you know we really have to thank bill Clinton for that we really have to thank him because i'm like finally he's caught on camera so thank you bill clinton for out here selling hope like dope i just really appreciate that i fucking appreciate that so moving on to hold this l uh urban outfitters um what the fuck y'all doing you know urban outfitters have been you know out here with the shits for a minute you know selling that hipster gear and jeezy has teamed up with them to re-release the snowman team or so they say 
So let me tell you why they need to hold this L. And Jeezy, you might be latching on to the end part of this L too, my nigga. I mean, you brought back the T. Um, I, I was excited. You know, I follow this uh, this Twitter account called Where the Cop. You know, they always putting me up on fashion and uh, letting the tweets know. You know what kicks to cop and shit like that and you know different places where you can cop yeezys and all this other shit and fly ass sneakers so they posted this and i'm looking at it i'm like what the fuck i'm going through the sizes do you know these fucking t-shirts only go up to a fucking xl so i'm like really is jeezy really a part of this because you know good and goddamn well if jeezy was really a part of this shit them t-shirts would go up to a fucking 4xl now you know that now y'all know Jeezy was out here rocking the 4XL, maybe even the 5 back when Trapper Die was popping. You know what I'm saying? It looked like he was rocking the damn like he was it looked like it was like three pillowcases sewn together, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean the sleeves look like pillowcases. So, yeah, Urban Outfitters, y'all really 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 need to fucking hold this L. Cuz I mean, I got hype and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm about to cop me a double XL, you know what I'm saying? I'm a B.I. or just straight stunting. Nope. A fucking XL. So they get, they went up to the size of a, of a husky hipster. You know what I'm saying? So Urban Outfitters, hold this L. Jeezy, if you attach to it, hold this motherfucking L too, fam. All right, so moving on to not all heroes wear capes. Have to give it to my man Tariq Nasheed for uh, this past weekend. He held the first annual Plantation Celebration Award ceremony, aka the Coon Train Awards. Um, just you know what? It was funny as hell. I I really appreciated it. Um, it was dope, and uh, hopefully all the all the award winners, you know, got their wake up call and and uh, receive their award. You know, hopefully they'll be you know man or woman enough to you know uh, receive their awards but it was just funny and as much needed hopefully it can continue um and it was it was well worth it you know i streamed it on saturday night it was live and um it was fucking funny and you know on a serious tip uh, I know it was all done and fun and things like that but you know these people really need to be called out you know so many folks so many black white supremacists out here that they put on the tv screen you know when you're talking about black empowerment and shit of that source it always turns into what about black on black crime we is our own worst enemy we always killing each other and da 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 and then you start you know kicking out facts about how white on white crime runs parallel damn near parallel to black on black crime and you know you start talking about it's an economic issue and then you know it, it it turns into a whole whole asshole full of you know cooning you know so uh, hopefully these people get their wake up call you know um with this thing getting bigger and bigger every year hopefully it continues on because you know you really got to stop selling each other out you know you, you really have to stop selling your people out i should say and uh, speaking of selling out, uh, you know, your boy Ray Lewis was just on a whole other uh, echelon, a whole other plateau with his cooning. He was out here humming and and trying to be the Negro p preacher uh, sitting in his prayer room 
and uh, he was trying to sound like Dr. King and he was kicking that bullshit about if black lives matter how come we ain't protesting when a black man kills another black man and he and he knows what he's doing and I just I can't understand I cannot for the life of me understand that when he was on trial for murder black folks was riding for him and white folks was calling him all kinds of gorilla monkey niggas and all this other shit and it's and he here he is he he's retired from football he's getting that espn money or that nfl network money and he is really just throwing his people under the motherfucking bus and you really have to watch these people who are sharing this you know uh you know this is the problem with black folks who sell us out you know they become a mascot for white supremacists and suspected white supremacists because they'll post these on their pages these white folks will and uh, you'd be like oh well you know they have an excuse like oh this guy said and he's black you know and it's like oh ray lewis is telling the truth you know uh, sheriff clark is telling the truth you know and it is it is very dangerous for these people to do that because once you start selling out your own people you know it's gonna these homicides by law enforcement is going to become more justified you know and that's and that's the problem with ray lewis's thinking talking about you know people ain't out here protesting for the deaths of black men on black man crimes and uh murders but what happens is if uh deray shoots jamal deray's black ass is going to prison you know you got officer uh kalawatsky you know shooting little jamal and he gets a GoFundMe page and he gets $3 million donated from white, white supremacists and black white supremacists. And then he gets to retire. Um, and these people were sworn in to, uh, you know, sworn in to protect us, to protect people. But, you know, the you know how cops started. It was from the old paddy wagons back in the day, you know, when they would have lynch mobs with guns to uh you know catch runaway slaves and it's still that mentality to this day you try to get off the plantation and you know some shit will happen to you an unjustified death and that's word to you know sandra bland but you know it's you know so hopefully these uh plantation celebration awards can keep popping off and also you know i got him on here just to salute him uh for him creating the app you know uh, around black empowerment because a lot of people uh, it's called More Us, so make sure y'all check out his uh, Indiegogo page and donate to that. It's well over the, the the funding limit, but still, you know, the more money you can donate, the flyer that the app will be and the website will be. And it all stems from, you know, so many folks getting banned on Facebook. You know, you would talk about black empowerment, you know, something positive, and you would just get fucking banned. And I talked about this a few shows back. And it was, you know, shown that, you know, Facebook has some uh, white supremacists working for them because of the whole wall that they had. And somebody had Black Lives Matter up there and they would always cross it out and say all lives matter. And it got so bad that, you know, Mark Zuckerberg had to send out, you know, a whole long ass statement to his employees. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? You know, so and he had to explain the movement of Black Lives Matter, which I, I still don't understand how. Well, I do understand because they're suspected white supremacists or they are. You're not suspected. You are. If you use that phrase, all lives matter, you know, to try to drown out black lives matter because you know where it stems from. 
people are saying that Black Lives Matter just as much as everybody else's with these unjustified, you know, uh, lynchings from the police. And so you you know exactly what you're doing. It's just like the the church down here off of Turner Boulevard here in Omaha, you know, the inclusive church, you know, that welcomes the LGBTQ community and it and it welcomes black folks and they have a banner outside. They got a they just got a new one that says Black Lives Matter with a black heart on it, you know, outside of their church. Uh, because the last one kept getting, you know, vandalized. People kept spray painting over it with white. Yeah, ain't that some slick shit? They would spray paint over the word black with a with a white spray paint can. So it's you know it's 2016, and you you always want to have this thought that you know it's you know it's going to get better. You know this these aren't you know this isn't like your your parents. You know back in the day having to deal with outright uh, you know racism and all this other shit and you know being called nigger and all you had to do was run in the corner and cry because that's all you could do because of these laws protecting them but you know it's just getting worse now you know it, it keeps morphing it keeps growing and it's turning into something very ugly and we really have to replace this this unjust system with a system of justice and my people we have to just keep fighting a good fight and i know this is a, a little bit of a rant but it's nothing but the truth we really have to continue to fight that good fight and we really have to start building an economic base too that's something that we we can't seem to understand you know so we have to get our money game right and we have to you know always have a sense of empowerment on us you know we always have to just have that mentality you know waking up and getting them shackles up off our brain and we have to just continue to fight 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 that's what we have to do and uh you know, one way that we're fighting this, you know, is, is, you know, honestly, that plantation celebration award show, you know, is, is calling out the bullshit. You know, those days of falling for the okie doke is over. We know that these black folks who have been nominated and have won these awards, they're, they're nothing but, you know, co-opted. They've been co-opted, you know, to uh, spew out white supremacist rhetoric, but they can do it in such a way because they're a black face. So it's just like the news station or whoever, you know, co-opted them. It's just like, hey, we didn't say it. We didn't say it at all. This black person said it. But it could be, you know, these black folks doing what they can to keep the lights on. You shouldn't sell your soul for that, Stacy Dash. We looking directly at you. You talking this crazy shit about BET. And you was in all these videos and you were even on some series on BET. You was, I mean, that check cleared and you didn't, you wasn't talking that BET shit then. So that's very funny, you know, but, you know, some of these folks are out here doing what they can to keep the goddamn lights on. And it's sad. It's very sad. And, um, you know, we are all one people, but it's just fucking crazy to even be talking about this. It's like it's fucking skin color. And we all in the same gang, human race, bang, bang. But anyway, I mean, still shout out to that brother Tariq, you know, for doing his thing, you know, for actually putting in work, you know, as far as with the Hidden Color series, with uh, developing the app is coming pretty soon. And, um, you know, with the plantation celebration, you know, hopefully, you know, this spawns more like minded people to get out there and put in that work and continue, you know, economic development, you know, just so we can be protected, you know, in this horrible ass system. So shout out to you, Tariq. You know, not all heroes wear capes. All right. So last segment of the show, health over wealth. You know, without your health, you can't enjoy your wealth. So this comes from Kobe Bryant. 
Uh, you know, he's retiring. Uh, tomorrow's his last game. Well, I should say today's his last game because I'm recording the day before. But anyways, um, and, and just a side note, shout out to all my sneakerheads. Make sure y'all check out NikeID.com to get that exclusive, you know, Nike retirement, uh, Kobe retirement um, option on Nike ID on his kicks. You know, it's like black and gold with a bunch of numbers and shit. It's pretty fly. Um, still not as fly as, you know, the Kobe 6 um black history month editions but hey it is what it is um but he said back in march of 2013 booze don't block dunks so just keep that in mind when you're out here doing your thing you're going to the cup of life you know you're going to score and you know haters is talking people talking shit you know you got people saying all kind of slick shit like i catch it all the time that's how i know that this podcast is growing like oh how can you talk about black empowerment you about to marry a white woman how can you talk about black issues and you don't even stay in the hood no more? You live downtown, you know, shit like that. I keep thriving. I love my people. You know, I'm always going to push my people to do better because I want to see my people thrive. So it is what it is. Keep fighting that good fight and just know, just like Kobe said, booze don't block dunks. So keep going to the cup. Keep doing your thing. You on that right path to success, you know, use those booze as motivation and just keep thriving. Keep doing your thing. So much love much respect make sure y'all go to amazon and uh cop brandon's book go back listen to episode 28 make sure y'all go to soundcloud and hit play for my boy prime the rulers you know title track the mantra his album's coming soon and there's a lot of big things coming from do rags and boat shoes more interviews longer podcasts but like i said this one is only about 37 minutes or something like that might be about 40 so you can listen to the first 10 minutes on your way to work then listen to the rest of the half hour you know on your lunch break you know, I got you one. I'm looking tight. These jealous niggas looking at me and my car so shite. Wanna take my life and want the jack, but I see all through it. Never let these bitch niggas take what's my nigga, never do that. Who say he going through a thing when y'all ain't never lied? I got a baby, but his mama act like he ain't mine. Wicked women using children to live on. Wanna hurt and try to hate, cause she know the thrill is gone. Say, man, I stopped smoking with haters back in 94. But niggas thinking that a sweet gon' get them through my dope. And niggas talk a lot of shit in a safe place. I know cause he can't look me out of eye when he in my face. Now nigga listen to my bitches, see just what I mean. Nigga I ride dirty every day but still I shine so clean. Glitter and gleam ain't all what it look like. So I keep swinging out here clanging trying to live my life. I'm close down the hill, no one looking good. I'm banging strong, nigga, diamonds up against that wood. I'm close down the hill, no one looking good. I'm banging strong, nigga, diamonds up against that wood. I'm close down the hill, no one looking good. I'm banging strong, nigga, diamonds up against that wood. I'm close down the hill, no one looking good. I'm banging strong, nigga, diamonds up against that wood. And see these niggas in days going coming for me just awake. I know I'm pissed. I grab my sis and split my sister with my thumb. Some of my sweets be tight, now some of my sweets be fucked up. But all of my sweets gon' blow, so kill a smoke get sucked up. I looked up today and didn't fall prey to none of that pistol play. But who is to say tomorrow they won't be blasting this away? I'm buff as blips of hate. 
still upset about the drama here at this time of year. I'm wiping away my dead homies, mama tears. She, but naturally, them fucking laws is always after me. So I have to be in that manner on that 503. I'm living dastardly. Must be all about survival. G, these niggas passing me. Streets just keep on getting live with me. They said there has to be another way, but I ain't feeling that. They tried to steal a lack. In my wig, they won't appeal it back. But still, the fact remains, it's all about the cane. Swing and bang, peace to ESG and all the victims of the gang. Everything is still the same in my neighborhood Niggas frown when you up and smile when you down And when you change for the better Shite fools stop coming around I see the jealousy and hating in the wicked ways We all our children praising paper Smoking our life away Got to the point where I could not decipher day from night She say she love me but all we do not is fucking fight My conscience fuck with me so much that I can't eat or sleep The other side of selling dope and out there running the streets And even though I'm gaining street fame Coming from this rap game Lust for thinking and compulsive drinking is a normal thing Some get erased and misplaced trying to win the race Some try to hold on to their place by smoking with lace But sick drugs and plastic thugs ain't gonna change the hood I smoke with skunk and pop in the trunk to make me feel good Rich, Bjarne!